Good morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. This is a Wooden Spoon Geek Out. Um, so this one's for Joseph Murphy, who asked me to talk about why he might be having trouble getting his knife to engage for long, smooth cuts. The most likely reason is that your edge, meaning I'm sorry, meaning your bevel, your bevel is slightly convexed. This happens over time simply because we are imprecise as we sharpen and and a little imprecision here a little imprecision there in terms of leaning into the edge and then leaning off the edge will over time create a convex bevel the result of this is that when you try to make um delicate cuts you The, 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 the curvature of the bevel bumps the edge out of the wood unless you get it just right. But there are times when you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be delicate, and then it just pops right out. So that's probably what's going on. Now, it also could be that your edge is not quite sharp enough. Um, so the two separate things, there's how sharp is your edge and then what geometry does your bevel have. And both of those things will affect your ability to sustain a long cut. To some extent, the quality of the wood and your own confidence will also play into that. When I try to make a long cut, I usually build to it by taking several smaller cuts and then feeling when as I can sort of make each subsequent cut longer and longer than the next that is um, that is true both on handles but it's also true like when I'm making the back of the bowl smoothly rounded I'll start with smaller facets and then slowly connect them connect them and then all of a sudden there's this tipping point where I'm able to push a whole bunch of facets together in sort of one swooping cut and that's true on the handle as well. I'll make a cut, it'll it'll come out, I'll make another cut, it'll come out, and then I'll try and make another cut that sort of connects the two. And gradually I'm able to build to longer and longer cuts. Now in terms of power, as long as you keep your elbow pulled into your side to keep yourself safe when you're doing a pull stroke towards yourself, you can use a lot of power as long as you keep that elbow in. If you don't keep your elbow in, well, just don't do that. It's not like if you don't keep your elbow in, you can get away with less power. You just shouldn't ever do that. Um, keeping your elbow tucked into your side and, and then locking more and more of your forearm into your chest as you get closer and closer to your body is how you keep yourself safe. So, so yeah. So if, if you're struggling with this, I would try these three things. I would see if you can build to longer cuts both by sort of gradually building to it and by slowly applying more and more power as you get confident with how each cut will feel. I would check the sharpness of your edge by making sure that you've sharpened it until there's no secondary bevel. For that, you can look at any of my sharpening videos to talk to learn about how to um, tell when you have gotten your edge truly sharp. And, um, and then probably the most likely thing 
especially if it's a knife that you have sharpened a number of times and or had for a long time, meaning you've sharpened it a bunch of times, um, is that you have a convexed sloyd bevel. So that bevel that should be flat or slightly hollow ground, depending on how you sharp and on how you put the edge on it. Um, hollow grind would be using something that's a wheel, right? Um, is no longer flat and is slightly protruding and that that's bumping the edge out of the cut. So what you do about that is you buy yourself a continuous grit diamond plate and you flatten out the bevel, making sure to hit. And to some extent, you can do this with any sharpening system. It's just that the diamond plate is going to be truly flat and um and and you if you buy an extra course one it'll just be faster but for instance i had some people for a lesson who uh, one of them had a badly convexed sloyd bevel and i was able using just my regular wooden block and some 400 grit sandpaper to get it back to a pretty flat bevel wasn't perfect, but it was pretty darn flat. Um, and the trick is to estimate where the middle of that bevel should be so that your scratch pattern starts in the middle and spreads out to the edge and out to the back of that bevel in even sort of in opposite directions as you go deeper and deeper. So think of it as if your bevel is forming a hill, you want to scoop off the top of the hill and then, and then keep scooping down, 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 down until you reach level ground. Um, and not start, for instance, at the edge and try and lean it down from there. You start at the top of the hill and then level it down to level on both sides. Um, and I think that that should do the trick. So you do that with whatever coarse diamond plate um, or coarse sandpaper, um, and then you walk your way up through the grits to get back to your true sharp edge. Uh, but remember, you're setting the geometry by reflattening the bevel first. So you have to make sure that you go all the way out to the edge and completely eliminate any secondary bevel that might exist. That's it. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying your Sunday.